Thank you for tuning in to this podcast. <laughs> we want to be ready for Jesus. <laughs> Moving picture show. A devotional podcast. <laughs> Call in with your prayer requests. <laughs> what show is being canceled that you want us to pray for? To that die. God would renew. <laughs> oh, this, is called the, this is called the Prayer Warrior Live podcast. <laughs> hey, this is Sister Dorothea. I would like to know <laughs> if y'all would be able to pray for me because they canceled my favorite show. <laughs> I used to watch Perry Mason. Ma'am, oh. they canceled Perry Mason <laughs> back in 1997. I believe I believe. <laughs> if you can just pray with me, my name is Walter. I'd <laughs> like you all to pray for me. I'm looking for them to bring back Benson. I am Marcellus. I am the TV guy. And my name is Ken, and I am the movie guy. And together we're a hot mess. Oh my god. There's a target on my back. I'm always under attack. He can improve on his posture because the way he's standing right now, he's gonna look like a snail at 62. Kenneth makes a good uh, jailhouse top ramen. Um, Kenneth. Okay. Welcome to my fave, everybody. Ooh. This is a podcast between two best friends. Yes. Marcellus Orion Kid. I'm say your whole government name. Please. Now people gonna come looking for That's me. That's right. Kenneth the Dinosaur Brown. I don't owe anybody nothing. Well, I got another middle name that don't nobody know about. So. What is that? What is that middle name? If don't nobody know, I'm not gonna tell you. Say it. I said it. Okay. Welcome <laughs> to the Faves, my Faves podcast, where we talk about our favorite movies, our favorite television. When we started, I didn't think he was gonna like follow through with it. I know. I wasn't really sure if I wanted to work with you because I, you hadn't really done a lot. Yeah. And so, but my agent was a little weary. But they're like, do it. He's new. So yeah. I'm excited to be here with yeah. you. It's, and it's been, it's you know what? It's been a lovely ride. Well, you know, Estelle Getty didn't do as much as the other people on Golden Girls. But uh-huh. She came out on top. That's correct. That's correct. I'm excited. This is what y'all are tuned in for. Welcome. The fireworks really have already you. started. <laughs> I can't stand you ever. I can't stand your face. You're making me sick. Um, I'm excited that I'll have y'all here. My Faves is basically a podcast where we really break down review yes. our favorite television shows and our movies and they're all topical so each episode right. we throw out a genre of a movie and television shows mm-hmm. and that's where we stick with so today's genre drum roll please my fave comedy yes i mean this is your all-time favorite comedic movie or a comedy television show right now that doesn't mean that you all may agree with what we're choosing. All right, and please feel free. Respond to us. Let us know how you feel about whatever it is that we're talking about today. We love to have that conversation. Uh, but let me say this. This is just how we feel. This is just our fave. Right. Okay. Right. So don't worry about it. There was many comedies I had to choose from. But for me, this was a no-brainer. Yeah. How hard I was it for you to choose your television show? Well, I thought for a minute. And, and for three seconds, I thought... Is mine what everybody else would pick? And Mm-mm. I said, Mm-mm. I don't care. That's right. Don't live your life according to what everybody else would pick. It's my favorite. What do you want to do? Right. Huh? Look I at your neighbor and a, say, what do you want? I want to go on a cruise. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't make all your payments. Don't you tell nobody. Going. I'm sneaking in somebody's <laughs> luggage. <laughs> Mom, I'm on a cruise. Okay. Here we go. Here <laughs> we go, y'all. But I'm excited for these. you guys are here. Uh, I can't wait to reveal what my favorite movie is. So I'm just telling you right now, it's a it is a crowd pleaser for sure. But it's my personal favorite. It really is. Yeah, my personal favorite. That means a lot though for something to be your favorite. Like it, I'm really telling good. you, this is this is. And sometimes what it is. I really don't trust your judgment, so it really means a lot that you really. Why came wouldn't to you it. trust my judgment? Oh, I'm sorry, I just slipped. 
No, I'm just wondering why would you trust, you know, why wouldn't you trust my judgment? Well, we're not going to get into that. Maybe we'll talk about it later. Uh, okay. Well, anyway, the film that I chose, <laughs> it's a, it is a hood classic. It is a cult classic. It crosses a lot of different uh, genres. You said it's a cult? Cult classic. I never understood that term. You never understood the term cult classic? Yeah. Have you ever been in a cult? I don't talk about that. <laughs> oh, so really, basically, you have some <laughs> post-traumatic cult syndrome. Yeah. Every time I hear the word, I twitch a little. Got it, got it. I think cult has a lot to do with the following of the fan base. Gotcha. And so the idea that a cult has a group of people. So the people so is the like people, a, gotcha. Fans can turn a movie you into a cult. You know, you should cult. do your own show where you just break down phrases. I actually am. This is my last episode with you. <laughs> you <laughs> so you know. <laughs> Since you brought it up, I'm glad that you... Let's segue into that. Ladies and gentlemen, this is my last episode. I will no longer be on this podcast well my fave is hiring tune into my show (laughs) where i break down (laughs) vernacular and colloquialisms in today's culture that's hilarious so ken yes sir i got a question before we get started all the way how was your week i really want to know you don't really want to know i don't but i think it might be good you always act like i marcel's be so fake (laughs) you don't care about how my week was Uh, how was your week and inside. And then here's the thing, though. Marcel's asking me how my week is and be on the phone the entire time I'm telling him how my week was. Oh, see, now you know, opened up a can of worms because that's the same thing you do. No, uh-uh. And at least I'll no. try to stop and look up. You'll no, give a little you laugh and you won't know no, what nobody even talk about. No. Marcellus you is that lying. Fake Marcellus is lying. Don't Marcellus you, you send for me? One. I'm coming. Marcellus is the first one to tell you that he's easily distracted. He got a short attention span. I am, but I know what people talk about. Anyway, tell us about your week. Look, you didn't win on a whole nother tangent. I did. I talked about my week already. You wasn't listening. Okay. So <laughs> here we go. <laughs> this is why. You missed it. I just told you everything that everybody else heard what I was talking <laughs> No, my week was good. It was just um, nothing exciting happened. Just a regular week. I'm happy. You know, my uncle, he used to work for a funeral home, but I would say every day above ground is a good day. Right. So Better I feel like I'm to just... be viewed. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like every day I'm becoming older and I'm loving it. I'm so happy I'm becoming older because yeah. I'm getting to the point where I really don't care what anybody thinks. And I'm just going to say all those old stuff. I've been waiting my entire time just to be old to say stuff. So I'm just glad to be alive. I woke up today. Glad I was able to, to put one foot service. in front of the other. <laughs> the blood running warm in my veins. <laughs> <laughs> That's how my week was. That's good. That was a really, it was a, it was a fun week. Just a regular week, y'all. Nothing out of the ordinary happened. But I'm, I'm excited. I was like, all your weeks. See, and there it is. So how was your week, Marcella? My week was actually pretty good. I had a lot going on this week. Oh. And I'm... That was my phone. That was my phone. Listen, I'm going to own it. That was my phone. I forgot to turn my phone on silent. And so I have this little cool thing. And it always says who's texting me. So, I just, ladies and gentlemen, I just turned my phone off. So, if y'all heard and that. And this is why my faves is hiring. All right. So, you know my I... week was wonderful. I had an interesting week. I had a lot to do. And right now, I'm in that middle ground of I graduated and now I need a job. But I got a nice little interview coming up and it's going to be amazing. Oh, nice. Where's your interview? I can't tell you that. But it's going to be great. Well... I'm excited for you. Are you? No. Oh, okay. Not at all. Good. Not at all. 
We're here to talk about our faves. Of okay. Of course. Yes. But before we get into that, we got to get a warm up so we can just get into the, the funness of it all. Okay. All right. Which- so I have something for you, Kenneth Brown. It's our, um... it's our lights, camera, action. Ooh. <laughs> okay, okay. So this time, I'm going to give us a, a nice old classic Would You Rather. Ooh, I love Would You Rather. Do you know questions. how that works? Yes, I do. But explain it to our listeners. Well, Would You Rather, know. I'm going to ask a question. Would You Rather, and it's going to be one or the other. Mm-hmm. And Ken has to pick. And he can't go in the middle. He has to pick. Okay? So, Kenneth Brown. Yeah. <laughs> I have no idea what you're about to ask me. Would you rather be stuck in a deep sleep for two years? Okay. Or have to walk nonstop for two years? Oh, I'd rather be stuck in a deep sleep. You don't want to walk? Yeah, I'd rather be sleep. What if you miss all the good stuff? Like Beyonce come out with another album or something. You know what's great about it? Is I'll be able to play it when I wake up. <laughs> <laughs> but walking for two years, my calf muscles will be so buff and my upper body will be so skinny. Mm. I'm going to look like a Smurf. I'm already 5'2", America, if you don't know. And so to have buff legs like that, it'd be like them little white pants they wore with them white feet, them little white leggings. <laughs> right. I <laughs> know, sir. I'd rather be asleep. Okay. Would you take a pill? Okay. That gave you unlimited wealth? Okay. Or would you rather take a pill that gave you unlimited wealth, or mm. would you rather take a pill that gave you unlimited knowledge? Ooh, that's easy. Unlimited knowledge. Explain to me and the because listeners. unlimited knowledge will then give me the ability to access wealth. How uh, you know that? Did you see that movie with um, Bradley Cooper when he uh, took that pill? I don't really watch movies. Oh God, what's the name of that movie? There's a movie with Bradley the, Cooper, the pill called Limitless. Oh, okay. Where he <laughs> took this pill. Thank you, producer Brandon. Where he took a pill and it just made him super smart. Oh, and I, re- he was I remember able that. to figure out all the challenges. And the numbers was and all on his head. Can I tell you, I love that movie. And then there was a later a TV show based uh-huh. off of that. You know what we should do as a category one episode? What should we do? Movies that were turned into television shows. Oh, that's a deep and then little we should crossover. Sit and compare how is the movie different or uh, uh, compare and contrast the movie between the television. Let's do that one I'm day. I'm down for one that. Episode. Y'all want us to do that one time? Yeah, tell us. Uh, now, but y'all know that was Ken's idea, so y'all can be honest. Just know that it's going to be amazing. <laughs> I have one more for you, Ken. Okay. You ready? I'm re- I was born ready. Would you rather have the best car that money can buy mm-hmm. or the best body in the world? Oh, best body. Why? Because I feel like with the best body, it's something that I take everywhere I go. And it'll always be an impactful experience when I walk in a room or if I'm at the beach or wherever. But that sounds a little car, selfish. It, it was very selfish. <laughs> and the car, no one will know that I that I own that because that's gonna be parked in the garage somewhere when I go to an event or something. So, oh, but the body, you can I can take the body time. at all times. Okay, it's I'm completely unlimited it. selfish vanity. Got you. So the body. I guess I'll ask one more. Okay. I feel like I'm being interviewed for the FBI. What you? It's about a How TV many questions show. You go ask me. Okay, yeah. Would you rather be Rick or Morty? Ooh, you know what? I think I, I think I'd rather be Rick. Why? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> how come you said it like you was? Because I was on Why? the edge. I was on the edge of my seat. Why? I'd rather be uh, because he's cool. 
Are you kidding me? I mean, oh, wait, who did I say? I said Rita B. Rick or what did I just say right now? I don't know. You got to remember. Yeah. Is that how you're going to come at me but like that's that? That's how I'm going to come at you. Is that me. really what you want to do? You want to come at me like that? I said I'd rather be Rick. And the reason I'd rather be Rick is because Rick is the one who's in control of everything. Got you. Okay. Oh, so you like control. I do. God, that's good to know. I do like control. But not only do I like control, it's that I'm a natural leader. You you know what I'm going to tell you? That's one thing about you I understand. You are really, you have that natural leading quality to you. Oh, thank you. It ain't always effective, but you you got to be. Oh. Oh, But, no, I'm just playing. No, really, you do have a natural leading thing to you. That's really nice. That's a good trait to have. Thank you. Because some people don't understand the difference from just being a boss mm-hmm. and being a leader. Mm-hmm. Sometimes being a leader, you have that that that, yes. that quality to you that not only can you lead, you can follow. Mm-hmm. Just like earlier today, you yelled at me about the food mm-hmm. that we were all going to go eat and mm-hmm. how you wasn't going to make the choice, but you know what you wanted. Right. And that was so interesting to me. Because what I was basically saying is that I'm not responsible for making choices for anyone else. Oh, okay. Well, but usually I you know do. I'm going to come to the conclusion of where I want to eat. Got you. And I'm hoping that everyone would... They're all more than welcome to be on that journey with me. That's good. However, we are leaving in five minutes. <laughs> good to know. <laughs> just so you know. I'm just, just so you know. So, I mean, that was the warm up. But do you want to ask me one? No. Okay. Let's go on and continue. <laughs> um, we don't need to ask you anything. We've taken up enough time already on this podcast. Good. I can edit that out. Uh, oh, you going to edit out what I just said right now? <laughs> yes. You know what? You're going to be in there making the answer to your own question. <laughs> so, Marcellus, what would you rather do? I'm glad you I'm asked. Gra- I, I'm glad. <laughs> I'll be like, what you and who you talking to? <laughs> I, Marcellus, what's your favorite color? I'm glad you asked. <laughs> okay. Marcellus, would you rather take the pill that would give you super strength or take the pill that would allow you to fly? Uh, super strength because I really don't like heights. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I'll be the only superhero flying mad Can at the I world. I tell you that you would be the only person. I'm in a burning building and you won't fly to come get me. Marcellus, you got to fly. No. You I'm not go, uh, Can you just come down just a couple of flights, please? Right. Can I'll you fly just to the second this? floor, possibly. A, I would die. <laughs> you tell me, can I fly? He all the good. police, all the <laughs> firemen. Please, Marcellus, go save him. Go save him. And you know, I can't. I'm afraid of heights. If he can just, uh, can anyone help him get to second level? I'll then be able to fly. I'm going to be at your funeral. He fought a good fight. You know what? <laughs> and then there's going to be that one lady who's going to be mad. And if you had just flown up to the seventh floor, you would my baby would still be here today <laughs> oh my god yeah i want super strange that's an amazing show a superhero who has like is afraid of his power he's afraid of his powers. yeah that would, that would be don't me. listen anybody who we need to hurry up and copyright this <laughs> right. because these us be listening and taking stuff in hollywood you know people be stealing people's scripts they and definitely ideas do left and right <laughs> somebody uh, gonna come out and have a podcast called my face right right uh oh, but we god. spell ours different shout right. out with a um, <laughs> you have the same question that I'm posing to you, the same question you posed to me. Knowledge or money? I'm going to go with knowledge as well. Okay, and why is that? And the reason why is because I like, I, I'll be honest with you, I kind of like to be a know-it-all. And I also okay. do believe okay. that we're with, unpacking some stuff. With right that now. knowledge, you could acquire wealth. Like, oh, huh. it's true. It's true. There's no need to get the money when you got the. Right. And the then money. knowledge. 
I believe knowledge would also bring upon a consistent wealth. Well, you better preach, bring upon. Whereas if you just get wealth, <laughs> it could go away at some point, My especially if you, you know, got a spending problem. Yes. Yes, Elder. Oof. He said, bring upon. Bring upon. I was <laughs> preaching. I was, Whoa, in my, it'll bring upon I was using my life. spirit tone. <laughs> it'll help you out. <laughs> anyway, Kenneth. All right. Let's get into the real. Let's do it. Bees knees it. of this let's episode. Let's do it. What, what are we going to talk about? So because we've been talking so much already, before we do any of that, let's take a break. Let's give our listeners a little bit of a break. All right. Bye, y'all. Bye. God bless you. This is Prophet Montgomery with Prophet Montgomery Birthday Ministries. I'm sorry, I, I messed up. Can I do? God bless you. This is Prophet Montgomery with Prophet Montgomery Birthday Message Ministries. Hallelujah. I'm excited to be able to have time to tell you about my ministry where I give you encouraging birthday messages. Amen. We want people to know that he is real and that he's there to encourage you and inspire you. Amen. I don't know who's listening, but somebody is probably downtrodden, heavy laden, heavy burdened. Amen. And you're going to need to know that God can. Uh, what do you try? I see you trying to say Your something time to me. Almost up, uh, Amen. Now, wait a minute now. How come my time is almost up? We got time for everything else and all this other foolishness, but I can't talk about the Lord. I know it's a commercial, but if there's any product that needs to be advertised, it's the love of God. Amen. So we got time for everything, but we're going to have time for Jesus today. <laughs> oh, yes, we are. We're going to have time for the master. Amen. We're going to. Okay, we're back. Uh, thank you all so much. I had, a, I had a nice refreshing glass of water. I had a good nap. Oh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, as you guys know, we talk about movies and television. Ken's the movie guy. Mm-hmm. I'm the television guy. So I'm going to ask him some questions so he can tell me how he feels. And guess what? I got to choose this one, and I choose comedy because if you don't Why know. Why did you choose this genre? Because, honestly, I felt like this would be perfect for us to talk about, and my buddy Ken is consistent comedy. And I like to think I'm funny, but he is hilarious. No, he, Marcellus is hilarious. And so no, no all idea. he does is make me laugh, even when I'm trying to, like, be a smart blank he makes me laugh. What you trying to say? <laughs> what you meant to say, ass? <laughs> yeah. Huh? Just because your mama listening. She cussing. Mama, I Thelma. said ass. He cussing. <laughs> just, I just want you to know right now, Thelma, he cussing. <laughs> Marcellus, if you're around here. Anyway, he's, Marcellus is hilarious. No, Don't anyway, let y'all fool. Even when I'm trying to be, even when I'm trying to be a smart ass, Kenneth. Why are you cussing? Your mom's listening. I'm sorry. Don't say that. Say smart A. Kenneth Thelma. makes uh me laugh every time mm-hmm. so i thought about comedy because i thought this would be a great episode because we would laugh while we're doing the episode which we is, laugh which is all perfect. the time so, so kenneth yes, here sir. we go let's get <gasps> into it i'm so excited i want to know what your some water. Go ahead. fave i'm gonna drink some maker's mark kentucky straight bourbon whiskey <laughs> here the bottle right here just take it to the <laughs> kenneth i want to know what your favorite comedy is i want to know why i want to know who the director is and all that mm. good stuff i want to know so much i want to know some fun facts i want to know what you have to tell me and to tell our audience about the okay. movie. Because, because let me tell you this why let me tell you why we're even why because somebody out there may not know the movie you're gonna say i know and by somebody out there i mean me because i never watch the movies that you talk about that's horrible and then tv shows everything somebody may not know so that's why this is upon you to enlighten the world wow. so kenneth what is your fave comedy first of all i take this very seriously it's my responsibility to help the generation come up in their movie going experience. Yeah. 
Let me tell you all about my favorite all-time comedy. Like I said earlier, this is a hood classic. This is a cult classic. I think we might need to do a whole category called hood classics later. Oh, I am dead. Yeah, write that down. Hood, hood classics. classics needs to be a genre because I have other movies that I could choose for hood classics that I don't feel that this will be me taking away from that category. I got some friends I can hood. invite to be guests because they hood and they classic. Oh, that would be great. Classic hood. old hoods. Um, <laughs> the first and last great comedy. No, it's not the last. Harlem Nights. Oh my God. I love Harlem. That movie. I finally Lim. saw a movie you talked about. So you know. Y'all, yes. can I tell you? All three movies that I have talked about previously, Marcellus has not seen, and neither has he made any type of movement to see them. And all the shows that Marcellus <laughs> has talked about, I've seen those shows. Oh, God. Here we go. So, But anyway, Harlem Nights, I'm Whoa really excited to say that. I know. I'm just tragic. <laughs> Woe is me. No, I'm really excited that Harlem Nights is something that you have seen, so there's this great dialogue that can happen. I want you all to know that this movie is, very simply put, it's a period piece. It takes place in the 1930s, New York City. Yeah. You have an Ooh, owner movie. of a gambling house, which is played by Eddie Murphy. His character's name is Quick. He owns a gambling house, uh -huh. and it's basically them trying to hold on to their piece of the pie. They have competitors. It's a lot of competition between crooked cops, gangsters, the mob, all of it. It is hilarious. I believe it. Uh, Eddie Murphy wanted to do this movie. Uh, he said he wanted to do a period piece. Uh -huh. uh, if you go back to the actor studio when he was being interviewed by James Lipton, he talked about this black renaissance of your directing. Past. And you had um, Robert Townsend directing. You had Spike Lee directing. And so Eddie Murphy said, I'm going to write. Oh, Spike Lee was directing? Oh, you mean. Yeah, Spike Lee. Just, I'm just I thought he was general. on that. I was about to say No, what? no, 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 no. Just in the fact that Eddie Murphy was saying during the, you know, it was the 80s coming in to the 90s like hey a lot of black directors are making their thing happen and I want to be a part of this black renaissance of directors and filmmakers uh -huh. so that's when he decided he wanted to do a period piece um, this uh, movie stars some iconic comedic legends like who Richard Pryor oh yes Red Fox honorable mention honorable mention Robin Harris wow. we got his brother Charlie Murphy the incredible, amazing Della Reese. These are icons. Right. I'm Yeah. Th these are icons. So let's just say the level of star power and talent was amazing because of the fact of how funny they were. Got you. So Eddie Murphy in and of himself is hilarious. And you have Richard Pryor. This movie was really, you have, okay, let's talk about the character. So um, Richard Pryor's character, his name is Sugar Ray. Well, Eddie Murphy's uncle owned a club in New York called Sugar Ray's. And this movie was loosely based off of his uncle's life because his uncle owned this bar called Sugar Ray's. And he ran with the mafia and had interactions with Donnie Brasco. And if you know Donnie Brasco, Donnie Brasco was a mob, 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 mob Oh, I know mob Donnie person. Brasco. Johnny Depp just played the movie by the same name. Donnie Brasco a couple of years ago. Oh, really? And um, Donnie Brasco actually just got caught a couple of years. He was living in Santa Monica in some apartment with his girlfriend because he had been really? running from the law. Anyway, true stories, facts. The point is, is that Eddie Murphy was able to pull from the stories that his uncle told him 
and put this script together in three weeks. He wrote Harlem Nights in three weeks. In three weeks. But it was loosely based off of his uncle, so he was talking to his uncle a lot. I don't even think he gave his uncle writing credits, but his uncle was um, credited as having been the inspiration for these stories. And Eddie Murphy agrees that that's true. Yeah. Uh, This movie has some fun facts. So let's start with number one. Here's the thing that you need to know. You have Red Fox, who was the prime comedian from the 1960s through the 1970s. Here comes Richard Pryor from the 1970s to the 1980s. And then here comes Eddie Murphy, reigning as the comedian king from the 1980s to the 1990s. So you had three comedic geniuses from three different generations all in the same film. Wow. I never looked at it like that. Eddie Murphy said, I want to make this film. I want to write. I want to direct. But he also wanted to put some of his comedic faves in the movie. Come on with the faves tag. Now, who is Eddie Murphy's icon? His comedic icon of all times? Can I guess? Yes, please. Red Fox? Red Fox. Oh! Red Fox was Eddie Murphy's comedic icon. And another fun fact, Red Fox was dealing with um, owing the IRS about $571,000 in back taxes. And so they had put a lien against him. So this was also another way for him to help Red by giving him a job so that he can use the money from uh, this movie in order to pay his taxes. Uh, And also later on, there's another show called The Royal Family that Eddie Murphy wrote. And that starred Red Fox and Della Reese as well, in which he could also use that as a revenue stream to help pay back his taxes. Um, this movie is I to not owe money. also, <laughs> I know. I was thinking about that. I was like, you know what, though? He knew how to do it because I thought, why couldn't Eddie Murphy just give him the money? But you know, man, we got pride issues. And he probably was like, listen, instead of me just giving you the money, let me go ahead and just uh, give you a job so that way you can pay for the money. So let's talk about some more cast members because I am going to get chewed out by everyone that's listening if I don't mention some Absolutely. more amazing people in this. You definitely will. Danny Aiello. Ooh. Danny Aiello plays uh, Phil Catone, and he was in Spike Lee's movie, Do the Right Thing. We also have uh, Michael Ooh. Lerner. This is a guy who you probably wouldn't know, but if you saw him in the street, you'd be like, oh, my God, I know that guy. Michael Lerner played Bugsy Calhoun. Della Reese played Vera. Oh, my God. Who's in charge of the girl? <laughs> we had Jasmine Guy playing Dominique LaRue. You know what? Now, I will be honest with you and let you know I haven't seen the movie in a while, but I have seen it a few times. Mm-hmm. I forgot Jasmine Guy was in it. Jasmine Guy's a love interest. Beautiful you know we got the same birthday? Siren. You and Jasmine Guy got the same birthday? She's yeah. a Pisces? She's a Pisces. Wow. She's an icy Pisces. Oh, my God. She's a Pisces. That's why she was so indecisive on um her show. You know what I'm talking about. Dwayne Dwayne. You know, I had some words for you, but I chose I thought you was to. gonna um okay. I chose no not to say what I meant to say. <laughs> it wasn't Christian like. We have Layla Roshan, who yes. plays Sunshine. Oh my god. And you have Arsenio Hall who makes a cameo in appearance. And then we got Thomas McCall Ford, who plays Tommy Smalls in this movie got you so great cast of people i'm sure there's some great mentions as well like i said robin harris honorable mention this was an opportunity for eddie murphy to get his people together his comedic family you know what i'm saying when you do comedy that's a family and doing stand-up comedy is its own beast 
So you're um, writing, you are, you know, executing I you your that's material. Like a fear of mine. Oh, I I done I did stand up twice and it was I was terrified. I think I'm funny as a person, but stand up I would pee on myself. I have so much respect for stand up comedians because stand up is you by yourself. Yeah. You stand up, to go. And you standing you. up, and it's just you. So I think he felt very comfortable having these amazing seasoned veterans of stand up. Obviously, they had been doing things in their own right, and then to have everybody on the set. Could you imagine what it was like on that set? Could you imagine that had to be the funniest thing to have in the all world. those funny people in the same space occupying that moment in time? Just the conversation. That's what I'm them. saying. Well, funny fact. Fun fact is that Eddie Murphy was inspired. <laughs> Funny fact. Funny fact. <laughs> Funny fact, baby. Eddie Murphy was inspired by an argument that Delores and Red Fox were having about them trying to remember a person's name that they both knew. Okay. And this woman's name that they have the mutual friend, they were arguing about what her name was. Mm. And that's when he went to his trailer and he wrote out the first episode of The Royal Family, which later became a show starring Delores and Red Fox. Wow. So the the, I, the comedy was at such a level and a caliber that he was just being inspired by conversations of these comedy comedians on the set. And uh, it, it's, I yeah. feel like it takes such, uh, I guess I want to say wisdom, but such like strategy or whatever mm-hmm. else mm-hmm. to know how to use those people to still be able to be themselves, right. to still be able to use their comedic timing they're whatever else right. not yours because right. everybody's is different right so as a writer you're you know what yours is but mm-hmm. you're allowing them mm-hmm. to do their stuff so it's like a mix of two it's it's literally a um uh, what's it called when the two like chemistry two artists chemi- uh the the, the 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 symbiotic relationship what you want me to get yeah. like a phd with it or you want me to just be real with it's it? regular it's, it's everybody getting along right everybody funny like a mix they compliment up. each other. Yeah, I, I mean, when you look at somebody like Delores, Delores was hilarious as oh Vera. Gosh, How about funny. the most memorable scene of everybody knows who's seen Hollow Nights <laughs> is my pinky toe. You just shot okay. me. Okay, let toe. me tell you. Um, quick, played by Eddie Murphy and Vera's character, played by Delores, get into this combat about the girls came up short. It was the girls, they collected their money at the end of the shift, and the girls only made $200. Eddie Murphy's character, oh, he's upset. Oh, bring her in here. And she's like, you going to insinuate that I'm lying? Oh, and then y'all got to understand, expletive, expletive, expletive. Anybody who's a fan of Red Fox, anybody who's a fan of Richard Pryor, anybody who's a fan of Eddie Murphy, they are always very adult with their humor yeah. and their comedy. So, of course, this was not about to be a rated G movie. And it's just one of the most memorable scenes ever. Wow! Between Del Reese and Eddie Murphy, that's probably one of my favorite scenes. But everyone played their role. Benny, played by Red Fox, was had this thing where he was blind; he couldn't see. <laughs> he wore these glasses that were huge bifocals. It was Red awesome. Fox was funny. Oh, he's hilarious! Everybody's All those people funny. are funny. Richard Pryor was really funny. Everybody's funny in this. Well, can you have any more to add? Because guess what? I got a question for you. What if you got more to say? I'm gonna let you go ahead and say it. No, I'm good. So, <laughs> listen. <laughs> no, go ahead, go ahead. No, you fine. No. No, I just want to say that this movie only cost $30 million to make. But oh, it, good. We could go make a movie. Right. Yeah, we could all do it. Right. <laughs> we only $30 million. That's it. That's all. Come on. Let's go make That's a movie. Make a movie right now. Right, 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 right. <laughs> um, but they made $95 million. Oh, and you know Hollywood—they just want their money back. Come on, so, profit. Kinda. Uh, he made a good profit, 
And the critics hated the movie. Of course. But everyone loved the movie. You know. So at the end of the day, sometimes you're not looking for critical praise. It's just I did something that I wanted to do. It was my passion project. And black people loved it. To me, black you know, people. This is we went me, out and supported success. this film. To me, um, you know when a movie is a success or not, whether or not critics like it. Mm-hmm. It's you know how your neighbor mm-hmm. responds. You you seen the Harlem Nights, right? Like everybody was talking about the movie. I mean, know. it came out in 1989. Granted, I was 10. I know I didn't see it in the theaters, but I saw it later. I I can't tell you wh- what age I saw the movie. Me either. But I know it's one of those things where your childhood just starts to blur together, and it's yeah. like I know I saw the color purple. I don't know when. Right. But when I look at these movies and I realize this movie came out when I was 10. I know my mom and dad didn't take me to the theater to see it, but I also know they didn't make me leave the room when somebody when it put on. it on the TV or put it on the VHS. Well, I'm about to bust my mom out. Them kind of movies and stuff came on. I was right there watching with my mom. Right, right, my right. Me too. Care. Me too. My parents That's didn't why care. I love her. That's why I love my parents. They didn't care. They were just like, go on and watch it. Because I personally think if a kid is too sheltered, they just don't know how to live Listen, when it's time to you, live. You'll be all right. But that's a story for another, another podcast. Day. I will say one more fact. Pastor Cavassier, the video with Busta Rhymes, the rapper Busta uh-huh. Rhymes, he based Pastor Cavassier's video off of Harlem Nights. Gotcha. So he's playing Quick's character. Monique is playing Vera's character, and Spliff is playing um, Benny's character. Pastor Cavassier. Right, right, right. Now I don't want to hear it and Pastor see the video. Cavassier. But it's that whole 1930s Harlem Renaissance uh, motif in the video. But Busta Rhymes is saying that I, I was inspired by Harlem Nights. Gotcha. So that's all I wanted to say. Ken, you know what? You be knowing your stuff. I'm really I proud of you. It. I love this stuff. I do. Ooh, I take back everything I said. I so I got questions. What for did you, you say? Don't worry about that. I got oh. questions. Listen. What's your question? What do you want to ask me? I'll... Since Eddie Murphy, you told me Eddie Murphy had a comedic icon. Yes. I consider you to be a comedian. Oh, I consider you to you. be funny. Thank I want to know who is your fave comedian. Oh. AKA your comedic icon. I'm not gonna put them on icon status, but I will say. Well, then who's your icon? I I don't have one yet. Okay, no, I'm lying. I do. <laughs> I have two. I love Paul Mooney. Oh God, he's funny. Paul Mooney wrote for Richard Pryor mm-hmm. as well as doing his own stand-up, and Paul Mooney is credited with discovering. In a way, but putting some people on the map because Richard Pryor had his own television show back in the day. And they hired Sandra Bernhardt. Mm-hmm. They hired Robin Williams. This was their first television appearance. They hired Robin Williams? Robin Williams was one of the characters. Imagine for what? For Richard Pryor's sketch comedy show. He Richard had Pryor had show? a sketch comedy show. I did not know that. And it did not last at oh, all okay. because he got into huge fights with the critics the gotcha. networks the networks wanted to censor the sketches oh and you know richard Pryor. and richard Pryor was talking about racial issues he was talking about socioeconomic differences his sketch was kind of hitting to some stuff and he wanted to be edgy and it was it was just you too know that edgy against really me every time it was too edgy for network television it's like nobody wanted oh no 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 yeah we're gonna be racist but we don't want to talk right about it. right right Lord so but at the time paul mooney was credited with you know, casting Robin Williams, Sandra Bernhardt, and some others. Uh, Marshall Warfield was a part of that. All for uh, Richard Pryor's show. Got you. Okay. So, um, Paul Mooney, I love him. Paul Mooney talks about race. He talks about, you know, just identifying and being proud to be black. And he is so funny. He doesn't even sound like he's doing stand-up. It just sounds like my uncle it's not, is he's talking. He's just talking. It just sounds like it's my hilarious. uncle is talking. 
What and came? then my other person was Kevin Hart. Oh, Kevin Hart. We are the same age and the uh-huh. same height. So oh, okay. when he gets up and does this self-deprecating humor. Yeah, he definitely does. I totally get that. Like, I'm in the room with him. I get what he's talking about. And I love, he's a great storyteller. He's, I, I think he's hilarious. Amazing I mean, storyteller. I've met a lot of people who are like, I don't think he's funny. He just does too much. I'm like, to me, he's funny because he's funny. he knows where what his uh, field is mm-hmm. and he just does it. That's and it. I love it. Love it. All right. Thank you for asking me these amazing questions. You're a good interviewer. I do what I can. I, 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 I watch a lot of Barbara Walter. <laughs> <laughs> that your icon, <laughs> Marcellus want to be Barbara, an old white woman. <laughs> I'm just playing. I'm just playing. That's why Golden Girls was your no. favorite. Right. You love old white women. I do. Okay, oh I my do. God. I love old white He's women. Sitting over there to my Judge Judy. You got posters of Judge Judy. In I this just feel room. like every old white woman smell like white diamonds. <laughs> And I feel like they just all like Bye fool hey, Bye We gotta take a break Bye y'all We gotta go <laughs> Hi My name is Kylie Amber Alexis Of Orange County And I'm here to Really advertise My new cleanse Which is made from the tears of babies Um Mom I thought we were gonna press juicery We are Skylar well, Just come on Just give me a moment don't pressure me. Remember what our psychiatrist said. Don't make unrealistic demands of me. <sighs> anyway, it helps with the under eye back sagging. It helps with sagging skin under the armpits. Mom! Yes, Skylar. I thought you were going to buy more kombucha. I'm going to buy more kombucha. I just haven't had a chance, honey. <sighs> anyway, this is really great for the complexion. There's been a lot of research done. You can do hot yoga with this. You can do all types of chanting when you drink this. It's an elixir from the gods. It is made. Mom! Yes, honey, Benny. When are we going to Tinder Green? Oh my freaking god! Just get a hot pocket out of the freezer. <laughs> Bye. Rejuvenating elixir. Okay, everybody, we are back. My toes hurt. What? Okay, that's very random. Why did your toes hurt? I'm sorry. I've all been, ten of them? I've been walking around all day. All ten of your toes hurt? No, just nine. Which one doesn't hurt? The left pinky toe is all right. Is there anything that you would like us to do about that? Just pray without ceasing. Okay. Um, and ladies and gentlemen, this is Marcellus Orion Kid. This is Can you stop giving that. my government name out? I've already given that once. I figured we're already there. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, right now, we're going to talk about TV shows. We're going to switch. Oh, yeah. Mediums. We've been talking about the movie I love, which was Harlem's Night. We want to now Harlem talk Nights? Because you said Harlem's Night, and I don't think it was just Harlem's Night. It's Harlem There was Nights. a night in Harlem. Yeah, but it's Harlem. It's, it's about a few nights in Harlem, not just... That one night that Harlem had. There was something that happened one night that changed the trajectory of the of Anyway, the other. just keep going. Just keep going. TV show is Marcellus's thing. And so yes, I want is. Marcellus to tell us what is his fave comedy television show of all times. Are we ready? I'm ready. Drum roll, please. My fave comedy TV show 
is Martin. Oh my God! Yeah. Yes, I knew it. I knew it. Martin. 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 Lawrence. Oh God. Okay. How you feel? Why is this your um, favorite show? Tell the audience about. Listen. What is the plot? What is the? Who are the characters? Oh, What's the show about? Oh, I got you. Okay. Listen. Now, I was just thinking, like, hmm, what am I going to pick? And I had to be true with myself. I mm-hmm. love Martin. I got a lot of TV shows that I love, and I got, like, favorite TV shows. But if we're going to talk about comedy, yes. just straight comedy, and that's it, Yes, I'm going with Martin Ooh. because it's, it's classic. Everybody yes. loves Martin. Yes. You know? So, basically, Martin is a multi-cam sitcom. Mm-hmm. If any of our listeners don't know what that is, there's a bunch of different types of sitcoms. You got your series sitcoms. You got your single-cam sitcoms. Mm-hmm. Whatever. Multicam sitcom is where you can flip to different cameras at one time. And it's usually a set. There's usually a live audience. And that's what Martin is. Okay. Um, And, you know, sometimes they lie to you and add a laugh track. But anywho, Martin is a Mm multicam sitcom. And the thing I love about it so much is it was just straight comedy. Just funny from beginning to end. Martin, it was created by Martin, a few other people. Uh but. It's created by Martin. Created by Martin, right, right. right. And you know he he kept his name Martin, but he was Martin Payne in the show, not Martin Lawrence, because his name is Martin Lawrence. Oh, okay. And he helped change other people's names so that they know. But anybody who really knows Martin knows that he was really just being himself in the show, right? Just a fool, right? I remember being a kid, because mind you, I, I, I'm I'm nice and young, mm-hmm. okay, twenty eight. <laughs> Martin ran from ninety two <laughs> to ninety seven. Thirty four. <laughs> Martin playing. ran from 92 to, 30, to 37. 92 to 97. I was two years old and it ended when I was seven. Oh my God. So I remember a lot about Martin. Oh my God. I remember watching Martin as a kid, especially because mm-hmm. my brothers, my brother Charles, he used to do a lot of like stuff that Martin would do and his friends, they okay. all would like copy. I remember that. Uh-huh. Like it's a memory in my mind. Right. But as I got older, I remember they came out with the DVD set mm-hmm. and I watched the whole series uh-huh. multiple times. This okay. Then you watch it on like TV one, comes on BT right. probably. Right. Like, you right. watch all these shows and it's the type of show when it comes on, you can just watch. You can watch it much like Golden Girls, right? Yes. It doesn't oh, matter. God. Where they at in the season? If Martin comes on, you can literally just go. I'm gonna watch this episode because it's still fun, and that's when I think a show is timeless. Because no matter what uh, situation, because that's why they call it a sitcom, situation Mm -hmm. comedy. Mm -hmm. Whatever situation that they're talking about, Mm -hmm. you can still apply it. It's still applicable, right? Because it is that funny. Oh my god! So the deal is, like I said, five seasons, 1992 to 1997. Wow. Martin lived in Detroit. I graduated high school in 97. And he worked for a radio station called WZUP. <laughs> you know. <laughs> yeah. Martin. And <laughs> that's exactly what he would do, y'all. <laughs> he worked for that station and then later on in the series he ended up working for a TV show. Okay. Um oh, that's right. That's right. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. Right. But the deal is, Martin played so many people on that show. How many people did he play? I don't have the exact number. (laughs) But I will tell you, if the main ones that people know, Martin, he played Martin, of course. He played Jerome. He played Mama Payne. He played Shanene. He played Old Otis. He played Dragonfly Jones. He played all these people. And it was hilarious to watch because you can connect to him because he's so funny and you're watching on TV but it's funny then you got his friends Mm -hmm. you got his girl Gina Mm -hmm. everybody know Gina and everybody loved Gina because she was a strong black woman yeah like Gina Gina please you know Gina no Gina you got Gina, you got Pam, mm-hmm. you know, Martin and Pam never got along. Right. Right. Until, they remember, I don't know, remember that episode where they was having, I think they was having those dreams where they was like having sex or having the dreams they was together. That 
was funny. Oh my god! And then you got Cole. Cole was basically the freeloader. You know, right. Cole was with Big Shirley. <laughs> yeah. Cole was like that. Cole was funny because whenever Cole was around, they would always poke fun at Cole. Right, right. Then you had Tommy. Oh, Tommy. Played by Thomas Michael Ford. Like, oh, Rest shit. in peace. <gasps> yeah. So sad. But he was hilarious because everybody knew Tommy didn't have no job. We don't Tommy know. Ain't Tommy ain't never had no job. Tommy know. dressed nice. Tommy dressed nice. But Tommy ain't never had no job. <laughs> <laughs> he sure did. And it's so funny because we all, even to this day, when you know you feel like you got to work, you still got friends that ain't got no job. Right. You still got friends that this, this, and that, but you right. love them. They're your friends. Right. You know? Right. And so the thing that is so funny about it is you got all these people that you can connect to. And I think that's what makes a great comedy. Yes. Comedy has to connect to you in some way. Yes. And that's why some people can't get stuff. You know, Friends was always known as being this great comedy. Right. But not everybody could connect to Friends. Right. And I mean, honestly, not everybody can connect to Martin, too. I'm, I'm sure there's a good group of people that can connect to it. Right. But as far as my fave, the reason why it is my favorite comedy is because I immediately connect to it. I have those people, those family members. You knew those, those characters. You know somebody we that's knew Mama Payne. in our life. Right. We knew. You know Jerome. You know yes. Martin played Jerome. Yes. Somebody on yes. the street, down the street from your house is Jerome. Somebody is Shanene for yes. sure. Yes. And let me tell you now, just because it's 2000 whatever, Shanene has not left. There is still Shanene oh, walking Shanae the earth. Is, they just got Shanae. a different type of hairdo and way more makeup on. Yes, yes. <laughs> and get mad at me for saying it. All these people still exist from that show. Mm-hmm. And j- now that I'm talking about those people, let's go back to Martin playing all these people. Okay. You had... Shana- Let's start with Shanene. Okay. Shanene, as we know, was loud. Mm-hmm. She did hair. Mm-hmm. Uh, she loved weaves. Uh-huh. I remember the episode where she won the Golden Weave Award <laughs> and she wouldn't <laughs> shut up about it. She was flashy with all her clothes and I love, love, love. She always had them boots. And I couldn't look at the label, but they look like Doc Martens and I love Doc Martens. She always had them Doc Martens on. She oh, always had the God. booty pad in. I just imagine Martin's skinny legs and them skirts. And right. Leggings. And <laughs> he always come out pack. that door. And the deal was she couldn't stand Gina. (laughs) Oh, no, Gina. Couldn't stand Gina. Oh, no. Couldn't stand Pam. Right. Always a mess. But a few things stand out to me. And Mm -hmm. I think about memorable moments. So it was that one um, episode where Martin had had that party. Mm -hmm. And she was like, why Martin have a party? You know, I like the party. I like the party. (laughs) Why Martin invite me to the party? (laughs) And then you had the one. Oh, I cannot get over this one. So you know Tisha, uh, Gina, uh-huh. uh, Tisha Campbell, yes. and Tashina Arnold, Gina and Pam. You know they started off long ago together. Right. They was on Little right. Shop of Horrors. Right, they were on Broadway. They was on Broadway. Yes. They 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 close friends and they can sing. Right. So they always had them little moments in the show where they sing, mm-hmm. and it was always so funny to me because it was always like I don't want to, I don't want to. And then, ah, ah, ah. so Shanae one episode she had piston tickets. Okay. And Gina needed pissing tickets. She was going through the dumpster, all kinds of stuff. She was trying to get them because she, you know, had them for Martin or whatever. She lost them. She was trying to get them. Okay. So Shanae was like, I got pissing tickets. <laughs> Front row. <laughs> and they came back. Gina, I mean, they was like, Shanae, please, Shanae, please, can we get those pissing tickets? And she was like, you got to do something for me. I know there's a little songbird over there, Miss Pam. I want her to sing something for me. And they was like, no, no, no. And then finally Pam sang. And she's like, she said, I want her to sing, uh, is it somewhere? Oh, McDonald had a farm. 
And he was like, I want you to sing it. And she said, oh, McDonald. He said, no, 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 you didn't feel that. I want you to sing it with some soul. And she's like, oh, McDonald had a farm. And he said, and everywhere. And then they start fighting. Oh, like, God. That kind of Classic. stuff you can watch over and over again and it'd be Classic. funny. And then I can't forget that. Uh, there was an episode. Now, I don't remember much about this, so I uh, guess I shouldn't even talk about it. But anyway, no, talk about what she you was standing up life. and she was presenting at this this thing. It was all women and she was presenting. But she said, I used to run numbers for macaroni, Tony and them. And that used I used to say that over and over again when I was a kid. <laughs> but anyway, you got Shanae. Now, you also got Jerome. Like I said, everybody got a Jerome. Jerome is loud. Jerome is supposedly a pimp in some sort. Right. Jerome got money for some reason. Right. And <laughs> he's aging, as we can tell. Right. But. The whole deal is <clears throat> Jerome would always run into Gina. Uh-huh. There was that episode where he ran into her in the middle of the street uh-huh. and she almost ran him over and then she just drove off and he was like mad about it. There's all these things. It's oh, like God. Jerome, Rome and Rome in the house. Rome, you know? Rome in the house. And then you got Rome Mama Payne. Oh, oh, God. She hated Gina. She hated, and mind you, I know I said this already, but Martin played all these characters and that is brilliant to play all these characters and they're so different we, we, we believed it we I believed it, it was, was romy rome was romy rome we believed those people it wasn't it martin was hilarious and mama Payne was like ah! she always was doing that extra she hated gina too yes she did even though gina was a strong black woman right 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 mama Payne loved her baby she didn't want no she didn't my, think nobody was good enough for her baby right and do you remember that episode where uh, uh martin was watching uh mama Payne's bird <laughs> yeah <laughs> gina yes. left the window open yeah <laughs> Oh my God! She killed the bird. It was so y'all funny, and uh, she lost it, and then they was all going crazy. It's just uh, all these people, and then I can't forget about uh, Dragonfly Jones. Uh huh. Everybody was kung fu fighting. <laughs> yes. Like, da, da, da. listen to me. That is why I think that 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 is my favorite comedy. But even to add to that, mm-hmm. you had all these other characters. You had Bruh Man. You had Hustle Man. Yeah. You had Stan, who worked at the radio station with Martin, and then. Oh, well, Stan was the boss. Yes. And then you had Sean, who worked at the radio station. Uh-huh. And it's just all these people adding to it. And you have all these catchphrases from the right. show. You got, what's up, what's up, right. what's up? And did you know, I got a fun fact for you, Kenneth. Okay, you ready give me your facts, sir. Give me your facts. Did you know that Martin actually was credited mm-hmm. for making the little phrase, uh, talk to the hand? Yes. Popular. Oh, I didn't know that. I was a little kid and I only square by it. Talk to the hand. Everybody was doing the talk long to version the hand. was talk to the hand because the face don't understand. Yes, I don't know, yes. Yeah. Shanene like, did all that, right? Right. And <gasps> the show made it popular. But Pam used to do it too. Like, right. Uh, right. hand in the face. Right. You never realized that came from a show. Like, the popularity of it came from a show. And then there is some other fun facts that aren't as positive. Because, you know, we love these shows for their actors and for what we remember from right. it. But deep down, these are still human beings doing a job. That's true. Stuff That's always true. goes wrong. That's only fair. And, you know, towards the end of it, um, Gina and, well, Tisha Campbell and Martin Lawrence mm-hmm. ended up not even really being able to film together. No. Uh-huh. Yeah, because I didn't know that. I knew there were some issues, but yeah. they weren't able to film It was together? a little bit of sexual harassment. It was a little oh, bit she was just, no. they were just weren't clicking. And that, that that brought upon the end of the show, honestly. And that's when they was getting married and everything else. Oh, um, that's sad to hear. But I have to, have to, have to, since we are talking about my fave. Yes. And this is my fave comedy. I got to talk about my favorite episode. What's your favorite episode? Now, I'm not going to go too deep because I'm just running in and out of time. But okay, listen. Okay. My favorite episode <clears throat> was Romantic Weekend. 
Okay. And in the romantic weekend, mm-hmm. you know, they went on vacation. They're on a tropical place. I think it was Hawaii. Okay. But they're in this tropical place, and then this little animal come in. <laughs> and they mad at the hotel because the hotel is a mess. It's ugly. This little animal come in, and he's, like, causing a ruckus around the whole entire place. Oh, and Pam is sitting there punching it. And they already talk about Pam for being the fighter. Right. Pam is sitting there punching it. Martin, all these people. That episode, I can watch oh, over and over again. You got gosh. the episode where Martin is boxing, and then he right. gets beat up, and he look crazy. Right. You got the episode where the plumber come, and they thought the plumber died. Right. And they do a funeral service for the plumber. Right. And it's like, low pants riding. <laughs> like... Yeah. All these episodes, and that's like when I think of it, that is like my favorite comedy because right. I know I got many comedies I love, but that I can right. watch and just cry laughing. Right, and you got so many people who watch it, even kids that are younger know about Martin. They do, and they ended it when I was seven years they old. They do, they do. So that's why I think it is an amazing show mm-hmm. with amazing people, and I think Martin was brilliant. Yes. For creating that show. And that's why it's my fave, kid. I think you hit it out of the park. Yeah. Tens, tens across the ball. Tens this, across the ball. This show was iconic. It is classic. Let's talk about hood classic. Oh, cult Absolutely. classic. Your fave all the way qualifies as a hood classic yeah. and a cult classic TV show. Absolutely. I know we can pick more and more and more because one day we're going to do that genre for real. Let me ask you a question. Okay, go ahead. Ask me a question. I want to know, do you think... Don't be trying to mess me up now. No, I'm not trying to mess you up. No, I'm not trying to mess you up. I'm not trying to mess you up. Do you think that we have a show like Martin on air today? Honestly... And so, what would it be? If I could be completely honest, I don't. And here's my deal. I feel like with movies and TV, mm-hmm. something has changed. And maybe I could have a bias or I could be biased because... Um, it's not the same as it was when I was a kid. You know, things okay. seem bigger. Things seem more grand when you're right. a kid. Things seem more important. Movies, right. everything. You watch them again, it's different. Right. But in my mind, I feel like nothing has that same feeling. Um, I'll say, this isn't a comedy, but how I feel when I watch Game of Thrones. Mm-hmm. It's like um, a spectacle. Right. It's like, oh, I got to watch that. That's how I felt with Martin when I was young. Oh, we got to watch Martin. Right, right. But I don't feel like there's a lot of sitcoms these days like, Oh, we got to watch that. Like, everyone is You know, just, is sitcoms just... is something you can catch up on. Okay. Like, I'll say the closest probably is Blackish, in okay. my mind. Okay. Because I know I want to see the episodes of Blackish. Right. But I'm not going to run to watch them. Right. Okay. You know? Okay. Fair so enough. I That's don't necessarily enough. know if there is that anymore, and I could be wrong. And if you're listening, you can go ahead. Yeah, like let I us said, know. What let you us think. know. Go let right to. If there's a show that we're not thinking about that right. you feel is the new modern day Martin. Right. At my um my fave podcast. That's right. Just That's let us know. At my fave podcast. Say it again. Let's one more time. My fave podcast. That's M Y F A V E P O D C A S T. That's right. You can find us there and you can chime in because we want to know how you feel about it. Because, I mean, I may be wrong. I may be missing something in my mind. And plus, right. it's hot in the studio. So that <laughs> right. kind of changes some right. things about how you like, think. <laughs> right. But I can't think of anything right now that I'm like, oh, my God. Now, there's plenty of things right now that's funny. Of course. but Because that's a matter of fact, yeah. for my must-watch, I'm going to talk about something that's a little more new. Okay. But I don't think there's anything like that has that impact that Martin had. Right. Especially right. if we're going to get deep and talk about, like, for the black community. Right. Right. I think that's I think you're right. Well, let me tell you something. Uh y'all, if you have not seen the Martin 
Lawrence show. Y'all need to go watch it. Martin was hilarious. Martin, 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 Martin. You know what? Possibly, Uh-oh. this may be a stretch, but I'm be. connecting HBO. Because then Martin, I remember some HBO times for Martin. And Insecure has sometimes, I feel like I got to watch Insecure. It has comedy to it, but it's still not that right. sitcom, so multi-camera kind of situation. We all rush to see it, and we all definitely talk about the episodes of Insecure. But I think you're right when you say it's not Martin. Because yeah. Martin... Martin is closer to I Love Lucy yeah, than it classic, is Insecure because that's a situational comedy. What happens when these characters find themselves in crazy situations? Right. Insecure, you know, it's different. It's it's different. Di- I think you're absolutely it's an amazing right. Amazing show. Amazing show, but you're right. Martin mm-hmm. Lawrence, Martin was a classic sit- sitcom. Yeah. And I'm wondering, is the age of sitcom, is it over? I don't know. Well, because you know Specifically thing- black sitcoms. And right. I, but blackish makes me say no blackish is great and blackish is considered you know some people get it wrong like i was trying to explain so some people don't understand that blackish is considered a sitcom yes yes it is um but that's why there's a difference between sitcom and multi-cam sitcom because mm-hmm. usually multi-cam sitcoms are those sitcoms with a either an audience track or a live audience right you know but those are still situation comedies right absolutely, absolutely. So i don't think they're dead but i think that they may be Slowly, mm-hmm. you know, I don't know. Yeah, I know. I just think about Martin. I think about Living Single, and I think about these great shows that we love to watch. Right. I'm just gonna chime in, producer Brandon. Here. Oh, producer, producer Brandon. Brandon. He speaks. He speaks, <laughs> he speaks y'all. Um, Me speaks. I think there was this renaissance in the mid '90s where there were a lot of black comedies. Definitely. That were your Martin, your Living Single, your Definitely. girlfriends mm-hmm. that have kind of phased out, and mm-hmm. there hasn't been anything that's kind of fit that. Bill right. Back in, yeah. So let's get on it, people. All, All right, right y'all. We need it. an episode where we just talk about those. Yeah, that would be great. Because you got living uh, single. You got that. You got, mm-hmm. remember, in the house? People forget yes. about that. Parenthood. We can go all the way back to different world. Yes, you all know, those shows. Where it was just like this amazing representation of And Cosby's. Men. We can't talk about Cosby's. The, yeah, you know what? I'm sorry. We're going to still no, talk about I'm the Cosby's. The Cosby's We talked about amazing. that today at work. Yeah, I, you, you know, aside from obviously the tragic, tragic, uh, things that happen to those victims and we're in no way uh saying that we condone that type of behavior however in the pantheon mm-hmm. of work when it comes to how we Your are work represented is still there. as black people like the cosby is a part of that right you know it just has a tragic history right. much like this country okay wait a minute on that note let's take a break because mm-hmm. you know ken about to go to a whole nother level on this podcast yes i am <laughs> i was i'm always ready we'll see y'all and now a word from our sponsor. <laughs> Producer Brendan Brown, you crazy. You know we ain't got no sponsors. Back to the episode. Okay, everybody, we are back. We are back and we are black. But we got to go into our must watch list. Oh, I love it. I We've love been it. into it today because we just been it. talking. I, I think love this it. episode a little longer than the other ones. It though. is. Thank you all for staying with us. It is a little bit longer. <laughs> but some of y'all are doing laundry. Right. Some of you guys are some on a road doing trip. Coke. Some of y'all is drinking. Right. Somebody broke up with you. Just listen to this. Stick right. with us. It'll help you. We'll Stick tell with you. Us. You, can you know do what? It. You can go on our, our uh, Twitter and everything else, and you can say something. Talk about your ex, and talk about somebody that made you mad, and we'll talk about them on right. here. We, we, we ain't afraid to bust nobody we ain't out. Bust nobody out. So, so what you want to tell us about? <laughs> <laughs> We're going on to our must watch. Now, okay. Ken, I love this because it gives me when I think about it. Mm, what's gonna be my must watch? 
It could be something that's old. It could be something that's new. It's yes. something that I think people must watch. Right. And that's what's deep about it is because I get to use my brain like, hmm, what do I think people must watch? Use your brain. So I'm going to toss it over to you. My must watch. What is your must watch movie? Sambo. Now, I want the Comedy. audience to know, just in case you don't know, we're talking about our must-watch that goes with our theme of the week, and our theme is comedy. So what is your must-watch comedy that you think people should oh, see? I'm switching gears here, y'all. This is a family favorite, and that is National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Can I tell y'all? Wait, was that what a theme park was, or no? That was a different No, one no, no, that's uh, National vacation. Lampoon's uh, vac- National vac- okay. Vacation. Can I just you tell, tell you, young. Christmas Vacation was amazing. I remember that one. <laughs> Starring Chevy Chase as the lead character, how many know Clark Griswold? So the Griswolds are like, listen, we're going to have the most amazing Christmas ever. And let y'all just know that all the family comes and visits. The mother-in-laws, his brother played by Randy Quaid. Everyone is there and the shenanigans ensue. Ensue. It is hilarious. He goes through putting his, all these lights on his on his home and that doesn't really work out the way he wants he is worried about um, being able to take everything for his family for Christmas, but he doesn't get his bonus that he wanted from his job. He's just one of those people where things just don't work out for him, and I love it. We all love a character where things don't work out, right, but then in the just end, funny. things hopefully will work out. If y'all have not seen National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation, please do yourself a favor. This is an oldie, but goodie, and it is so worth seeing. Please, y'all, stop what y'all doing. And it doesn't even have to be Christmas time. But for us, this is a family favorite. We definitely will watch this every Christmas. So I want to watch it, it again. I have seen it, but I want to watch it again. This movie also came out in 1989. So I was just stuck in the 89s today. But um, just know that it is a Christmas classic in our family. Like, we all have gotten together as a family, and it's just like 40 of us sit and watch Christmas Vacation. We know lines, everything from the movie. <laughs> That's amazing. amazing. That's amazing when you have a family movie like yeah, that. Yeah, it's Christmas Vacation is for sure. For sure. What's your recommendation? Well, you know what, Kim? For your uh, favorite First of all, TV let show. me tell you that I'm amazed at the two things you recommended today I've mm. seen. I can't believe it. This right. is a this is crazy. I'm two for two. Bananas. Well, no, I don't think that was correct. But <laughs> now, uh-huh. my turn. What's your time? What's your Here's my much watch for TV. Okay. First, let me tell you how I ran upon it, then I'm going to tell you what it is. Okay. <clears throat> I was hanging out with one of my friends, um, and they were telling me about the show they were watching. And I love when people tell me about shows because, you know, I love TV shows. Right. And my friend was like, oh, you got to watch this show, blah, blah, blah. It's called Shit's Creek. Oh. And I said, it's called what? <laughs> it's called Shit's Creek. Oh, and I'm like, gosh. like, like, shit, Shit's Creek? But it's spelled differently. It's right. spelled S-C-H-I-T-T-S. Right. And I'm like, what does that even mean? So I had to inquire. I had right, to figure right. out what it means. So that's my recommendation. It's called Shit's Creek. <laughs> it's on Netflix, but it's actually on Pop TV. Okay. And it's on Netflix. It's um, Canadian. Mm-hmm. Oh, I didn't know that show production. was Canadian. Okay. Yeah. And so basically the show um, was started by Eugene Levy. Oh. You know, Eugene Levy was on a bunch of stuff, we including Bring It Down the House. Yes, we love Eugene Levy. But his son, Dan Levy, uh-huh. they got together and made this show. Oh, that's so awesome. So it's, to me, it's, it's liquid. It's a father-son it is project. liquid gold. I watched it. Now, I'm a little weird, too, because I have a different time. I like funny in general, right. but I also love witty. To me, mm-hmm. witty is a sign of intelligence. Mm-hmm. That's just how I feel. Right. When you can be 
when you can time stuff mm-hmm. comedically and your you like back say your clap back, your sarcasm. When you when somebody got to think about what you said to realize that you were being sarcastic or you was being shady or you just read them right. for incre- incredible filth. Right. To me, that is a sign of intelligence. Yes. And on this show, it is so much of it. It's so much wittiness. It's so much dry humor. It's so right. much overt humor. Right. It's stuff that may seem hokey and corny, but mm-hmm. it's hilarious what's the show about so basically the show is about a family that a rich family okay that their um their financial manager basically Mm. lied to them laundered their money and spent it oh okay and they have to now adapt but what's funny is at the first episode i won't give too much away but they ask well what's your assets Mm -hmm. and they're like the children (laughs) like wait what and they're so self-centered, but they don't realize it. Right. So it's almost this innocence, but on the outside, it's like selfish, right. you know? Right. And so the dad ends up um, doing a joke with his son a long time ago and bought a town. Okay. And then they end up having to move to that town because that happens to be their only asset. Got it. <laughs> that didn't get taken away. Okay. And then their whole the whole show is about them trying to adapt in that town. And you have Eugene Levy, you have Dan Levy, and you actually have their sister. I mean, his sister, his daughter too. Okay. Which is Dan's sister, and that's Sarah Levy, and she plays a waitress. Wait, wait, that actress is really his daughter? That's really his daughter. Oh she my god. She plays gosh. the waitress at the the place. This whole family is on this show. Wait, she plays the waitress, or does she play the daughter? She plays a waitress. She doesn't. She's not their family member in the show. Got it. Okay. But the father okay. and son are father and son. Got it. Okay. The sister on the show is someone else. Got the sister it. On the I show did not know that. Anne Murphy. Yeah. Okay. But what's so funny to me is his wife on the show is Catherine O'Hara. Oh. The wonderful Catherine O'Hara. I love Catherine O'Hara. She is everything and then some more. Oh, she's brilliant. You may know her from Home Alone. Yes. You may know her from Beetlejuice. Yes. She, to me, is so... To me, she carries that show. She's amazing. The way she talks, because she has this accent where it's not really accent, and she's like... (laughs) David! It's a rich scent. David! It's a a rich scent. A rich scent. It's like, David, (laughs) come here. I don't understand. It's the funniest thing to me. And you got all these people. You got, I believe that Emily Hampshire Uh is amazing. She plays the the, the main desk lady at the hotel that they have to go to. Oh, she's so freaking sarcastic. Yeah. And it's so funny. Yeah. But I don't want to give too much about the show away. I'm just going to tell you that you you have to watch it. It's hilarious and it has four seasons so you it's definitely binge worthy you can go on netflix you can watch it y'all go please watch this show and the deeper part about this that really makes this funny to me is there's an episode i won't give a lot away Mm -hmm. but i'll say the mom and the son cook together and they both clash in general okay so then they have to cook together i was literally crying when i watched the episode she's just yelling at him david i don't understand and he's like well you do it then you do it. Oh my God. <laughs> I can watch that show over and over again. So uh, that's my recommendation. Go on Netflix and watch Shit's Creek. Laughter is what? Healing for the soul. Was that about somebody said? That's what it is. Because think so about laugh. it. When you're having a horrible day and everything is going wrong, you can laugh. And that makes everything better. Go enjoy some of these comedies. Go enjoy some of these shows, you guys, and go laugh. There's so much going on in the world right now that's really crazy bananas. So go on and laugh a little bit. Okay. Now we're going to talk about our social media, Ooh, Instagram, <laughs> Twitter, Facebook. We have so many people who came and said a few things, so we're just going to read a few of them. Thank you all for uh, even talking to us and responding. 
And as you know, you can find us at My Fave Podcast. That's M-Y-F-A-V-E-P-O-D-C-A-S-T. Do you That's know what that means? Everywhere. You can find us. You can ask us questions. And, of course, we always ask a question to you guys. So the same thing that we have. Yes. We ask you guys. So last week it was, what's your fave tearjerker? So now we get to see what some of our people on the World Wide Web said. (laughs) The WWWs? Right. So (laughs) we have Carrie T707. That's Carrie Trosclair. What's up, Carrie? That's my homie. We we grew up together. That's my boy. All right, Carrie. But I got an issue with you, Carrie. I said, Tearjerker, you put super bad. Carrie. I wish you were here to explain Carrie. how is super bad your tearjerker movie. Carrie, <laughs> you need to explain to us how McLovin made you cry. <laughs> I need to understand at what point in that movie were you just just literally in tears. Oh God! Were you in? Wait, he no one Carrie. He probably wouldn't even cry. He probably just put it on there to be funny. Right? He could be saying, "Okay, Carrie, I got you." You were saying that it was a tearjerker because you were crying because of the laughter. Maybe. It was so funny it made you cry? Maybe. That's the only out you could have. We also have our lovely and loyal Jennifer Thompson. She be making sure Jennifer. we got Jennifer. So, of course, Jennifer puts Coco. Oh. Can I tell you that I wish I had cried in that movie? I, everyone was saying I was going to cry. I didn't cry, but it was very good. I've been avoiding Coco because I don't want to cry. Well, that was me. I was like, I don't want to watch Coco. I don't want to cry. I don't want to cry. And I watched it. It was beautiful. I didn't cry, but it was extremely emotional. And she also said before Coco, Mm -hmm. it was Shawshank Redemption. I can't tell you that I cried at all on that. Yeah. I I didn't cry on that. That's what I can't tell you. But it was a good movie, though. Then we also have Susanna. Susanna. The lovely Susanna. She put Beaches. Let me... That's another one of those movies. My mom was like, watch Wait, Beaches. I got to tell you exactly what she said because it was so funny. Oh, my God. Susanna. That's a good choice because Beaches is another one of those movies. My mom was like, oh, watch Beaches. And I was like, oh, okay. And she don't tell you. What'd she say? She put Beaches, and it works every time. I heave sobs. <laughs> it's ugly cry for a lot of the movie. After the MC. And the bet song, Baby Mine, from Dumbo. Uh-huh. Forget it. The next day, I looked like Brandon was Mike and I was Robin. <laughs> like. Oh, God. That's perfect. Yeah, Bette Miller gets you with, uh, did you ever know you? Yeah, it's definitely. I love Bette Miller. Yeah. You are the wind beneath my wings. Then, of course, we have the wonderful Tamara Williams. Hey, Tam. Listen, Tamara said, The Notebook. Okay. All right. Ain't that your movie? No, that's oh. not my movie. You being real funny. You know that ain't my movie. I I don't even think I've seen Notebook all the way through. Really? No, it's a rom-com. Uh, well, no, it's not a rom-com. It's just a romantic movie. It's a romance. Yeah. It's a completely classic romance. Mm-hmm. But I've never, I can't tell you that it was in any way made for me. I was not the intended audience. <laughs> right. And Tamara was saying that she's, you know, going in between mm-hmm. uh, Notebook and Stepmom. Oh, God, Stepmom. Now, that was highly depressing. <laughs> we have the wonderful Jasmine Thomas. She put Easy, Titanic. And I know that's her movie. Jazzy watches that movie so much. I'm like, Jasmine, Titanic again? She could star in the one-woman play. She could be in the one-woman Titanic <laughs> uh, reenactment. 
She yeah. loves that movie. But she asked us a question. Oh, okay. What's your question, Jazzy? She said, what's your favorite movie moment of all time? Example. And of course, she gives a Titanic example. <laughs> example. When Rose jumps out of the boat to get back to Jack. Oh, okay. Uh, do you want to go first? No, you go ahead. My favorite movie moment. Okay, so you guys, there are a lot of great movie moments. And I was trying to figure out what would be my fa- so this is a th- I'm gonna answer your question, Jazzy. This is not gonna be my favorite movie moment. This is gonna be one of my fave movie moments. Okay, so one of my fave movie moments was in Risky Business. It's the iconic Tom Cruise sliding out across the hallway, right into the living room, right into the center of the fa- of the frame, with the cool Ray Bans on and just a T-shirt, underwear, and socks. And the reason is my fave because when you do a movie, I wonder how many times did he fall? <laughs> did he slip and keep going? <laughs> or was he just so cool like he was in the movie that he was able to do it in like one or two takes? Uh, anyway, I just think that's an iconic, one of my fave uh, movie moments. And I have like a hundred more, but I'm just going to stick with that one. Right. Um, For me, I have a lot too. Okay. And I was just thinking, like, what is it? What is it? So I'm going to go with another one okay. that I really, really like. Okay. Because, you know, I'm indecisive. I can't pick favorites. <laughs> but I think I would have to go with White Chicks. Ooh. Which one? When they were um, they were having that moment where they were, like, going back and forth with uh, the other two girls. Uh-huh. And they were talking about... um only in America. Remember when they was like <laughs> talking about everything? And then when the other guy came up there and was trying to flirt with her, uh-huh. she was like, why don't you go to the Empire State Building, climb up on there, beat on your big old monkey chest, and then jump off. <laughs> no. Like, I love white chicks. And there's so many moments movie in that movie. moment is um, when he's dancing, when Terry Crews is dancing. Yeah, with, he, the, uh, with the light. The neon thing. With the neon light. my God. That movie is hilarious. <laughs> the camera this just is goes. an all white party. <laughs> And of course, making my way back downtown. Like, that's Mom, an iconic, iconic movie moment. Thank you, Jazzy, for that amazing question. Yeah, that was a good one, Jazzy. Thank you so much. We love you over here at My Fave. If anybody else has questions, Marcellus, where can they submit their questions? You can definitely submit your questions at Twitter. You can submit your questions on Instagram. Instagram. And you can submit your questions on Facebook. And you know where? My, my Fave podcast m y f a v e p o d c a s t i always got to spell it just in case you, you know, know what i mean somebody you know with black families they'd be like well i didn't know how to spell it so i didn't put it or you know i got sick that day and my cat had the flu so I... <laughs> listen just do it okay do it. and there's another thing if you go and you're listening to us on itunes podcast or google play or stitcher or soundcloud go subscribe to us or follow to follow us and also on that good iTunes, leave us a review. Let us know what you think. If you love the episode, hey, if you didn't love the episode, let us know. Let us know. Give us a review, everything. We want to see how you feel about my fave podcast because we love it. I mean, but, you know. I it guess is really buying. nice to kind of read everyone's responses and reactions. So thank you all to everyone who's been faithfully following us and listening. Um, We're not going to tell you what our next episode is going to be about, but we're going to have a topic for you again. It's going to be it's going to be about movies and TV. It's going to be about movies and TV (laughs) for sure. Thank you all for hanging out with us. This has been my faves. I'm Ken and I am Marcellus. And listen to me. If you're looking to try to follow myself or Kenneth Brown, you can find us, of course, at my fave podcast. But if you want to find us personally, you can find me everywhere at Marcellus underscore kid.
Marcellus underscore kid. Not Marcus, because people love to call me Marcus. <laughs> Marcellus <laughs> underscore kid. Where can they find you, Ken Brown? They can find me at Ken Brown 79. <sighs> Ken Brown 79. Go on and find us somewhere. Go on Twitter. Go on Instagram. Go somewhere else. <laughs> go find us somewhere. Like go find us somewhere. We gonna be in England. We gonna be somewhere. We might be in. We LA. might be standing right next to the forum. Go, go find, find us somewhere. somewhere. We're like, is that my face? The sloths and swap me. Go find us somewhere. But we love you for listening. Thank y'all. Appreciate it. Hasta la pasta.